This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shinton. Are we live? We're live. We're live. Okay. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dine Local SD Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton. We got a fun-filled show for you today. As always, we're going to kick it off with a farmer's market report. We got Brandy Reynolds and Joe Herman with us today. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different things, but Joe, welcome. How's it going? Welcome. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for being here, Joe. Having us again. (laughs) So what's going on at the the market? Uh, Everything, all the fall stuff is still here. Um, pears we're still seeing, mm-hmm. uh, all the root vegetables, the turnips, radishes, those are coming from coastal farms. Okay. Uh, pears mostly from Penryn, a little bit from Ken's Top Notch, and also Murray Farms. Uh, we're seeing a lot of persimmon still. So, okay. This week we have a new persimmon we're going to talk about. Awesome. Uh, real quick, so back onto the pear varieties. What sure. are, are we still seeing all the varieties or some dropping out? I know the pears are kind of like a short season, but there are some... Everything's a little weird this year. Yeah. A lot of the... Uh, it's just been affected. Some are coming in strong, some are less. For instance, okay, Bartlett's, we still have some here in the cooler. They're going to hold well, uh, but we are done with those from Penryn. The so harvest is finished. The harvest is finished. So we have some storage yeah. fruit. Now, how long does that kind of stuff store for? Is it? Oh, e- easily a couple months, as long as you keep it at the right temperature. Yeah. It's got to be pretty cold. And our cooler's cold, and it, you know, it's cooling so, down So here. I know those warm pairs are a favorite. We have limited, invi- avail- limited inventory available. On the Bartlett's. Warrens, On the Bartlett's. Warrens are going strong. Okay, Warrens are still harvesting. Bartlett's yeah. finished, but we have inventory. Yeah, Comey's will probably be, this will probably be the last week, maybe next week. Uh, Asian pears, Yali's, and Shinko's are the strongest right now. Hosui's, Kosui's are out. And that's what's going on with the pears. All right. Sounds good. All right. So let's go back to persimmons. I know last week we kind of started talking a little bit about persimmons, but we got a couple more varieties in this week. And there are some really interesting ones. What did we get, Joe? The magic persimmon. Magic. They call it magic because it's a hychea that's non-astringent. You can eat it fresh. Now, when you say astringent, when you bite into a raw persimmon, what do you mean by that? Uh, your mouth does not get dried out. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that like that kind of like super dry socket feeling that you get and almost starchy in a way. Correct. Absolutely yeah. starchy. I would say that. And so these magic persimmons are 100% edible raw? Yes, they are. And the idea is you want to eat them when they're they're still hard. Most people wait for a high chia to soften up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not a, a, a eating out of hand persimmon. The, the magic persimmons you can eat like an apple, like just like a fuyu. You know so what, I mean? what is the magic process? Were you able to find out anything about that? A little bit. But it's a highly guarded yeah. secret, it's isn't it? It's a secret. And there's only two farmers we know of that are doing it. And what two farms are those? Murray uh-huh. and Penryn. So Murray Family Farms. Penryn's Orchard Specialties. Penryn, or, Penryn Orchard Specialties. All right. So magic persimmons, new this week. Uh, and the, we still have all the other varieties of persimmons in there as well? Correct. Chocolate, cinnamon. We're going to have a larger supply of that this week. All we right. use for sure. And have you been? Have we gotten any of the fully processed Hoshigagi in yet? Or are we still waiting on those? We're waiting on those. Okay, but we should be able to find it locally here in San Diego. All right, not too long. All right, so something to look forward with to with all the chefs that are making it themselves. Anything else, Joe? That's it. All right. Brandy Reynolds, welcome to the podcast. Brandy, as always, you've been out selling that farm fresh produce directly to the chefs. What have they been buying this week? 
So if we're going back to persimmons, uh, I know Juniper and Ivy bought 10 cases of that Hychia with stem. With stem. So, so they're going to do their own Hoshigagi. Right. And so they do it. 10 cases. Mm-hmm. Wow. They do a full sheet rack where they tie every single one individually. He said that's the longest process, but it, they do it every year. as like a tradition for them now. Oh, that's super cool. Do you know how they're going to use them at all? Yeah. I don't know. He said last year they made uh, some ice cream out of it, did a couple other things. So. so cool. I don't think they really have a plan. They're just making it. Yeah. <laughs> What else um, is going on? Also, we're going to Michelle Coulon in my route now. Uh-huh. So, uh, the dessert, he's a famous pastry dessert chef, right? Um, yeah, Michelle Coulon, actually. And her, uh, oh, her, her. her son works there, too, Nathan, as well. And Aubrey Beckman's been there for a long time, and she comes out to the truck, and she made a spiced honey poached Bartlett pear tart with almond frangipan and roasted almonds. Wow. It looked spectacular. Yeah. And also, the last of those Bartlett pears are just like butter as soon as you cut into them. They're super delicious. Really? Awesome. Well, that sounds delightful. Thank you so much, guys. That's going to do it for your Farmer's Market Report. This, uh, I guess we're in the third week of September, or October now. Why October winding down. One more episode in October uh, next week. So stay tuned for that. In just a second here, we're going to have Kate Irick coming in to talk us uh, through a weekly grind. Thanks, Kate. All right, guys, it's that time. It's the grind. Welcome, Coffee Kate, to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Nick. Kate, now I know that, that you got to go to one of your favorite places this week, and it is Lofty Coffee, in, Lofty Coffee in Encinitas. Yes, and that is right up close to your house. Uh, why do you go there so much? Um, I go there because it's close to home. Mm-hmm. It's close to the beach, and I love their mission statement. So I took a picture of it while I was there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it to you, and maybe this will give you a little sense of um, why I love it so much. Okay. Okay. Our mission statement, Lofty, is a place for the community to gather, enjoy great food and drink while sharing this beautiful place we call home. We are a locally owned, quality-driven, environmentally conscious business. We source local-grown, organic, sustainable products. We offer an authentic experience from crafted coffee to natural food to the way we treat our customer. We will always be motivated in the spirit of these fundamental ways. Welcome. Wow. Love it. I know. Doesn't that sound so inviting? I just feel so at home when I'm there. And um, when I go there, I always get a pour over. What's a pour over? It is just uh, just coffee with water poured over it, and you get to sit and you get to watch it brew. And they have over five different ones to pick from. And I like a light coffee, so I always get the Ethiopian pour over. Uh-huh. You get about um, two little cups of coffee, and then like a half, two and a half cups. So you leave there feeling very caffeinated. But I went there this time, and I um, ordered the acai bowl, which I never do because mm-hmm. everyone has an acai bowl, and I think they're kind of overplayed but their acai bowl is so beautiful i almost didn't want to eat it really and so tasty and i'm glad i did eat it <laughs> <laughs> so what do you know what's in that acai bowl you get acai you mm-hmm. get cacao nibs you get kiwi banana uh flax seeds hemp seeds chia seeds and in the middle you get a little surprise of peanut butter mm. and you don't know what's in there with coconut all over it peanut butter so spice. all put together i'm a texture person i love the crunchy i love the smooth i love the seeds and all of the fruit from specialty produce, all organic, and um, I know I'm getting a healthy treat and well caffeinated. That's awesome. So they have like a kind of tell me about the menu. So they more than just coffee. They also have, of course, the avocado toast. Okay, and they have in house. They make all their pastries. So all their croissant sandwiches are made fresh daily. They have um, vegan, gluten free scones. They have cookies. They have fresh pressed juice. They have um, smoothies, and everything's. In-house craft scratch. S- sounds like a one-stop shop for your breakfast healthy, get me going, 
nutritional foundation of a day. Exactly. And if you're riding a bike by there on the 101, they have, um, this is the cutest thing. He put in an air, uh, an, an air pump for the bicyclists. That's, I thought that was cool. He asked his customers what they wanted because there's a lot of cyclists, and he put in an actual air pump for all the cyclists. So well, you can pump, get caffeinated, pump up your tires, get some fuel for the road, and just keep heading south or north. And pump up your attitude. Yeah. There you go. With all that caffeine. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> usually my plan every single day. That's how I get through my weeks. Lots and lots of caffeine. Me too. So Lofty Coffee, I know that they also, they roast their own beans there, right? They roast their own beans. And they now they support, they have multiple locations? They have the two in Encinitas and Little Italy. And down in Little Italy. Yeah. And that, I know that that spot is like kind of right um, right at the beginning of India Street. Uh, and and it's just such a happening place. Mm-hmm. There's so much vibrant parts of this, you know, vibrant city atmosphere when you get to sit there, enjoy your coffee or your gluten-free scone and really start your day right. Yeah. Well, that sounds delightful, Kate. Thank you so much for Thanks joining for us. Thanks for having me again. Uh, guys, that was The Grind. Stay tuned for our main ingredient, Chef Interview. We're going to feature peace pies this week. All right, everybody. Welcome back. It's The Main Ingredient. This week, we are featuring peace pies. Uh, two locations, one in Ocean Beach and one other in North County. Uh, we have TJ Ratray with us, who is the general manager and also one of the main culinary contributors to it. TJ, welcome to the podcast. Cool. Thank you. So I uh, know a lot of good things going on about peace pies. I'm familiar with it because I actually live down the street from the Ocean Beach one. Uh, I started seeing you guys popping up in farmer's markets several, several years ago. And I know that that's translated into a brick and mortar. And then with just uh, a week or two ago, you guys just released your first cookbook. We did. Um, it's our second book. Um JP second book. Second book. <laughs> it's the second book. It's definitely been a while in the making, but it's a little more professional than our last book. Um, JP, chef, executive chef owner, has been working really hard to get, basically to get our recipes downsized from a full-service production capacity to an in-home kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little transition from getting those broken down, so making sure all those get to smaller scale so the in-home kitchen is more versatile. So let's talk about a little bit what is Peace Pies. So Peace Pies, we started uh, probably 2006, 2007, just at farmer's markets. Uh, All of our food is raw, vegan, gluten-free, soy-free. So how we started, we had limited menu items at the time, but we started at just the Hillcrest Farmer's Market. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we had one booth. At the farmer's market, um, all of our stuff is plant-based. We use a lot of seeds and nuts, primarily focusing on the use of local, locally sourced organic ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the basic gist of it. Um, not a lot of people are doing completely raw, vegan, gluten-free. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of places that you can find options that are raw options or gluten-free options. Um, but not all of the above. So that's and there's a lot of vegan options that aren't raw or again plant based. What you're doing, and I think one of the two, when I kind of see a vegetarian or vegan restaurant, you know, some of them seem to be like 
they're nutritionally based, and then there's other ones that kind of seem like they're more junk food, kind of quick fix, meat substitute based. Yeah. And you guys kind of fall into that nutritional uh, element of it, where I think your menu is good for the planet and for the body, and you kind of take a, a holistic approach to your menu. Uh, and again, you're using these like, you know, kind of these traditional vegetable recipes rather than trying to, you know, shoehorn uh, vegetarian cuisine into modern American junk food. <laughs> yeah. So what happens, I think, with a lot of people when they are transitioning to a vegetarian or vegan diet, they get stuck in the, as you said, the the meat substitute aspect of it uh so you get a lot of gluten-based fake mm. meats uh a lot of soy-based stuff tempeh and tofu um so you end up substituting your meat your steak and chicken for gluten and soy yeah so you're not integrating what you really need to be integrating which is the plants the mm. fruits and vegetables so our idea was to eliminate that total aspect on the menu. So when people come in there, there's no fake meat that's based in either gluten or soy. Mm -hmm. Anything that we do that is a mock meat or a meat substitute is either going to be seed or nut based. Okay. Um, a lot of people obviously might not be that stoked on transitioning a diet. Sure. You know, it might be doctor influenced or health minded uh but it's hard for a lot of people so what we wanted to do is first of all make the food good yeah uh but also make it easy um but also to get people away from the wheat gluten the soy and what a lot of people you know they go vegan and they eat french fries all day <laughs> um you know so you can go vegan or vegetarian and it can not necessarily be healthy yeah um, so what we're going for is a plant-based health-minded diet but also entertaining and innovative to keep you engaged yeah so let's talk a little bit about the menu what's the staple on the menu uh so i brought a couple things in today um we use a lot of fresh young coconuts um the coconut is very versatile um very nutrient dense uh, you can use the meat you can use the water um we do a lot of things with it. So I'd say our most popular menu items are items that we put on our coconut tortilla. And a coconut tortilla, I've never heard of such a thing. Okay, so the coconut tortilla that we make, we harvest the young coconut. If you've seen one, it would be a green coconut on the tree. Mm -hmm. um, they're trimmed down to be white for a distribution. Um, the water is clear and sweet, and there's a thin layer of soft meat on the inside that we retain the water for all our smoothies and milkshakes. Uh, we sell it straight up, just coconut water, <clears throat> but we retain the meat and we blend the meat and we use a Vitamix. Um, anybody that's out there that's doing food prep is probably familiar, <laughs> uh, but we blend those out and then we dehydrate them. <clears throat> so the texture is almost similar to like a, like a fruit leather. Mm -hmm. um, but if you can... So I brought these, um, it's pretty much the consistency of a tortilla. Okay. Um, so, and so the, the, again, the, uh, the only ingredients in this are coconut. So the primary, it, it's about 99% coconut, 
coconut meat. This particular wrap right here is a red bell pepper wrap. Okay. Um, so we do a couple different flavors of wrap on the menu. If we weren't to put anything in it, it would just be a white, clear looking wrap, similar to like a rice, like a rice paper wrap. It's got uh, an amazing, amazing kind of almost a little bit of an elasticity to it. It really looks and feels texturally it, very similar to a flour tortilla. It, it's amazing. It, it works really well for us. It's definitely give us, given us a lot of entree possibilities with the development of the coconut tortilla. It definitely took us a while to get something that was actually usable and wrappable uh, to make uh, you know, burritos, quesadillas, anything that you would do with a traditional tortilla. Our most popular item on the menu is going to be our quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do a quesadilla on the Red Bell coconut tortilla. It has a cashew cheese. Um, we do a guacamole on the side, and we do a – we call it our sautéed mushroom and onion. So we use a lot of – dehydrators so the wrap is dehydrated roughly overnight Uh Uh, but the mushroom and onion that we do where you would normally do in the pan you know like a caramelized mushroom and onion uh, we just do in the dehydrator for you know an hour or two Uh, we use a coconut amino which is basically our soy sauce sure Um, so we dehydrate those for a little bit and that's our marinated mushroom and onion so the quesadilla Cashew cheese, mushroom and onion, fresh tomato, side of guacamole. Uh, And we also do all of our entrees come with a side of our staple kale chip. Mm -hmm. This is a uh, kale chip that we do um, with a sunflower seed based cheese. Um, As we, as I said, most of our, mock meats or cheeses are going to be seeds and nuts. Um, for us, we garnish with our, we call it our original kale chip or OG, if you will. Um, it's delicious. I just pounded one in my mouth. The kale oh chips, God, so the good. kale chips are really good. They're a good snack to have on hand. Um, we do our cheese base with sunflower seeds, which for us as a restaurant base is a little more, uh, price point effective as some of our other flavors that we do with cashews. Um, which are a little more expensive, but we do at this point, we probably have roughly, you know, 10, 15 different flavors of kale chips that we'll have for retail sale at either of our locations. Uh, but all of our entrees come with a garnish, um, depending on who's plating a side of kale chips. Um, but they're a great snack to have on hand. Incredibly delicious. You get your greens, you get a decent protein base with the sunflower seeds. And those are something that we do overnight as well. Basically our dehydrators are running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We got stuff going in one day and coming out the next day. That's awesome. Well, such a cool concept that you guys got going there. So many unique menu items, innovative cuisine, and the way you're, again, going that kind of whole food plant-based is just such a, a unique or such a the right way to do vegan. And uh, you guys just seem like such a responsible company. Thank you so much for taking the time to come in today. Anything else you wanted to talk and plug? Uh, I definitely wanted to plug JP's new book. Um, JP's an amazing chef. We've been working together for over a decade, um, and the book is definitely a labor of love. It's 
might be a little advanced for for some people to start, but we tried to make it as easy as possible to follow. And as well as the first book and this book, everything is, you know, it's a guideline. So there's a lot of uh, ingredients and methods that you can alter to your own dietary needs and or restrictions. Uh, the book's been out a couple of weeks. We wanted to get it out just in time for the holidays. So it's a great gift. Yeah, cookbooks um, are awesome. I, I kind of collect them myself. This you, one looks really, really cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely gorgeous photos. Yeah. Again, this is called Fresh, Funky, and Raw by J.P. Alfred. Uh, where can we get this? So you can get the book at either of our locations. We've been bringing it to the farmer's markets. We still do um, the Little Italy Farmer's Market on Saturday. We do the Hillcrest Market on Sunday. And we also do the Lucadia Farmer's Market on Sunday out of our North County location. Um, so you can get the book at any of the farmer's markets, either one of our retail stores. And we're also doing online sales okay. either at our website. What's at, your website? Uh, peacepies.com. Peacepies.com. So if you go to peacepies.com, you got some DIY recipes on there. You got information for both locations. Uh, we do some mail order stuff, primarily shelf-stable things like the coconut tortillas and kale chips. We get uh, a little bit of orders for those online. Uh, so yeah, you can find the book out there, and it's also on Amazon. On Amazon uh, too. Great. So yeah, it's out there. So definitely check it out and uh, get the book, and also come in and check us out at either one of our locations. We're open seven days a week, eleven to eight, and you can also find us at the farmers markets. So real quick, that is Peace Pies on Voltaire Street. What's the address on Voltaire Street? Kind of. So the the our first location in ocean beach uh four two three zero voltaire street we're right up the street from nick we're right up the street from ocean beach uh people's co-op yeah we do some uh, wholesale items to them so you can also find some of our products at people's as well as the coastal jimbos so you can find some of our stuff at the horton plaza jimbos the del mar jimbos and the carlsbad jimbos awesome uh, limited wholesale items but if you're out and about and you don't have time to come check us out you can find us um, at some retail markets as well. Guys, go find yourself some kale chips. These things are absolutely delicious. TJ, thank you so much. Uh, again, Fresh, Funky, and Raw by J.P. Alfred. Peace Pies in Encinitas and in Ocean Beach and at your local farmer's market. Thank you so much. Right on, Nick. Thank you. All right. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.